Welcome to episode three of the podcast. In this episode, we're going to discuss the fundamentals of nutrition. We're going to talk all about calories, macros, micros, energy balance, and we're going to try and debunk some diet myths. <laughs> all right. So where are we going to start? Well, firstly, Andy made it here up the oh, yeah, escarpment, yeah. luckily. A lot, a lot of traffic today. A lot of traffic took yeah. a while. Truck broke down. I hate that road. Yeah, if anyone's listening who works at um, either NTSA or what's the other one, the highways <laughs> agency, stop putting making lorries go down the escarpment road. Put them back on the top road to Navasha. Because oh, yeah, <laughs> it's mental. you were there for 40 minutes? Oh, more. But I took the fire at 40 minutes. It was, about, it was over an hour eventually. And yeah. It's crazy. Crazy it always go down. Anyway, it's become it's like a hobby now in Kenya to be stuck in traffic. You sort of have to plan your timings yeah. with traffic in mind. Yeah. But you still made it to the gym. I did. Oh, uh, nice. yeah, you got your priorities, don't you? Um, oh, yeah, priorities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we were all on leg day today. You did legs, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, end of the week. I got tomorrow rest. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I going. think it's, it's nice to do legs like on the weekend. Yeah, you get more, so, more recovery. Well, yeah, I find there's more the, time. Yeah, I just yeah, changed my more, most <laughs> intense leg day from Monday to Saturday because Monday is really busy at work. Yeah, because even and, yeah, and I'm, I feel more tired whereas Saturday, less stress, it's more time. Yeah, like today after the squats, I was confused. I was saying. I did good squats and then. Was that confusing? Yeah, like it, it was intense, but. I wasn't in a rush, like um, like during the week when I like I sat agree. down, you know, took it in, took my time. Yeah, and you don't like, have to fight yeah. for the squat rack. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. And actually, yeah, gym, you know, we all use the same gym here. Um, it's quite empty, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. which is great for Saturday. And yeah, you're right. You know, you got a bit more time. And, you know, it means you don't have to rush, and you can recover between sets properly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can put your maximum effort into things. Um, but no, yeah, so all good really. Yeah, well, this is, I'm now going into an intensification phase of the program. So now yeah, just reps are going evil. down, weights Weight. are going to go up. Yeah, that's nice though. It I is. Like, I like so. the heavy weights sometimes. Yeah, yeah. another three, week of, it's just three nice weeks of heavy weights. Stronger. I know, yeah. <laughs> that's like one <laughs> of the most tangible feeling. things. Because it's quite funny, as you know, people train, especially people who compete, you look in the mirror and you get to that point where... You look at yourself and you go, oh, I'm not quite big enough, I'm not quite lean yeah. enough. But one thing that can't lie to you is the numbers yeah. in your logbook. You know, the strength. Once your strength's going up, you're getting stronger regardless. Yeah. And if you're eating in a surplus and you're getting stronger, you're probably growing. You'll grow the muscle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I found it's taken at least two weeks now to feel like I've got my strength back from when I stopped before, yeah, before Christmas. Yeah, the break, was, it was long, but yeah, same two weeks. I'm feeling like now... Coming back. Now we're on the highway, moving, moving yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Right, yeah, I'm very much into slow increments in strength at the moment, but working on other intensity methods, so more time under tension things. So I actually know when I go up a weight, I've owned the weight before. It's not like I bounce my way through it and, yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, I'm just going to throw another five plate on and do the same. You know, reps get slower, more pauses. And then, you know, once I hit the top end of my rep range, then goes up. Yeah, I've been I've been very careful with my time under tension and pausing. I, I do not even try to keep the no. weights up. I start with the least yeah. and fill that weight first and then 
maybe move up because yeah sometimes I think we overshoot you're thinking eh, it's just just three second negative then you're on rep three and you have what like 12 to go and you realize you overshot <laughs> here's the thing yeah it's quite funny it's quite especially with like squats you can always see someone who's probably been squatting too quickly yeah they look like they've been running a marathon they come out gasping for air <laughs> it's like you know if you're breathing properly and you're controlling it you, you'll be tired because your legs will be tired and mm-hmm. you'll be you may be a bit red but actually you should still have your cardio capacity because you should yeah, be flying yeah, yeah. through true, things true, true. yeah yeah which is, yeah, I guess a topic for another day, the breathing. Because yeah. a lot of guys do breathe very Well, I've just started. I used to breathe in, going down on the yeah. centric, breathe out, coming up. But now I hold my breath the whole way through. Mm. And I found that's helped me so much with any residual back pain. Oh, yeah. Just in terms yeah, yeah, yeah. of providing yeah. core support. I've, and it's yeah. especially on deadlifts. On the eccentric, it has really, really yeah, helped me. Yeah, internal compression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like tighten up yeah. nicely. Because yeah. yeah, I've, nice. I've been trying not to wear my weight belt, and that really yeah. helped me. And but it does get your your heart rate really yeah, high I'm, holding I'm your breath that long. To, I never wear my weight belt anymore. I can unless be, when it's like I feel like it's going to be a heavy weight. I well, I try gauge, but I'm also trying to maybe avoid. on squats. I'll yeah, use squats. it because it's and a psychological deadlifts. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to keep it off for deadlifts because I'm like I'm gonna make my core. For me now, it's mm-hmm. deadlifts mostly because yeah. of the previous injury. De- yeah. Deadlifts just most scare. of the time they just scare me. My belt, <laughs> you know, when you look at the weight for the belt, what's how much is it actually doing? Mm. Yeah, it so is like you yeah. said, it's psychological, psychological yeah. but which is still yeah. a benefit, I suppose. Oh, yeah, it is. Time. It is. Yeah. So. Yeah, actually, a lot. That's what's forgotten a lot with lifting weights is a lot of it is psychological. Well, yeah, when you're lifting with intensity, it's actually being able to get your mind round. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm about to, you know pull five plates aside from the floor. Yeah. How am I? How am I, you know? That's an obscene amount of weight for someone my size, and you got to get your head round the fact that you're going to do it and then do it. Yeah, because there's I don't know if it's the army or the navy. The saying where it's like when you're telling yourself like I'm done that's only yeah, 40% that's, of the work done so you can still push more when you're trying to convince yourself that you're done yeah same with any sort of and you know maybe it's, you know lead me on to that accidental rant but yeah. I think our mind is the biggest key to moving weights doing things correctly and once you get your mind around the fact that there is no shortcuts and you've got to do the hard yards then everything starts making more sense. And, yep. you know, too many people look for shortcuts. In everything they do, yeah. like, you know, bit business, people want to get money quick, bit training, people want to be big straight away. But yeah, so they message you and go, oh, how do I get, you know, pack on muscle yeah. and stuff? It's like, well, you know, well, you got to do it slowly over time. Well, yeah, I want to be, I want to put on 20 kgs this year. Well, probably well, not likely. Yeah. Not likely. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you That'd can nice. if you're a newbie, maybe, and, yeah, you're, eating, and you're eating loads and you're suddenly Recovering lifting with intensity. Well. But here's the thing: there is no shortcut. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no shortcuts. Just mm-hmm. hard work. And I think that's the biggest problem when it comes to nutrition. Everyone yes. wants to do the easiest. I, I don't want to call it wrong, but it's it's more like the easiest um, shortcut. Yeah, when quick the, fix. Yeah, yeah when, the, fix, exactly. when the basic stuff is right in front of you every day. Yeah. You can see the results with, um, I know most people are on Instagram, so you can see the guys doing it right, and it's it's just basic, simple 
training, well, nutrition, I'm going to get on to like dieting myths because in all these various diets that come up over the years, right, the basic principles are all the same. Right, it's just how I get there. But people are looking for this sort of magic pill. We skinny teas and stuff. You know, know, that's just taking loads of laxatives. That's not going to put, you know, make you actually lose body fat. It's just going to make yeah. you die. <laughs> go to the loo and lose exactly. a little yeah. water. Well, I mean, a lot of them you will see results quickly, but they're not going to last. No, yeah, exactly. And then you'll end up worse. Very quickly until yeah. you get sick. And then and yeah, or it's, tired. it's not a lifestyle. Like, you can't live on tea or... Yeah, green smoothies for the rest oh, of your life. Not be healthy anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. until your hair falls out and yeah. you know, <laughs> your, your skin looks like it's made out of yeah, your bones tissue start, paper uh, giving out. because yeah. you you need the nutrients, I think, for you know. Well, that thing, difficult. The macros and the micros. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that. the basics of yeah. nutrition. So we'll just discuss calories, macros, and micros. Yeah. So, a calorie is a unit of energy. Um, different foods have different amounts of calories. Um, we've got macronutrients, which we break down into proteins, fats, and carbs. Mm -hmm. yep. And then we have your micronutrients, which are your vitamins and minerals, mainly found in fruits and veggies. Mm -hmm. And a balanced diet is, you know, you've got a good combination of protein, healthy fats, and carbohydrates. Yeah, I agree. And um, I guess... Uh when it comes to training, we'd say protein. Protein are most important. Yeah, protein is key. Yeah. The king yeah. of all nutrients. Well, yeah. it is the building blocks. Yeah. It's the amino acids. It's also it's the only macro that can turn into a carbohydrate or a fat. You know, carbs and fats can't turn into proteins. No. Yeah. So, you know, you should always prioritize protein because what's the worst that's going to happen? It turns into a carb via glucogenesis. Yeah. But now the problem is most people... Um, like in my experience, I've noticed it's usually under eat the protein. Everybody wants to cut out carbs mm -hmm. and nobody wants to eat fats because they're scared and they probably don't understand the, the concept of proteins, carbs and fats in the diet. So, I don't know, because that's to what me, I've noticed. No, and you're, you're definitely right. I do genuinely think more people could benefit from having more protein, especially as they get older. Yeah. A lot of older people don't realise, actually, as you get older, you probably need a little bit more protein because your body's tissue is breaking down. Yeah, yeah, a lot of So therefore, you're trying to slow that down by making sure there's plenty of um, aminos in your body mm -hmm. to, to make new tissue, uh, you know, or to at least slow down the breakdown. Um, but I do think as the flip side of that is some people have too much protein. Yeah. And because <laughs> they don't work it out. And, you know, and basically all they're doing is turning all that spare protein into carbohydrate by glucogenesis which is a really not very um, effective method of carbohydrate building when you might as well have carbs um, or you know replace your energy sources with fats so I think that, you know a lot of camps fall into those two yeah where I think the simplest thing is one gram of uh, protein per pound of body fat is a good rough guide for majority of people people are training anyway. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, and that, and I think that's that's quite easy 
yeah. to fit into your into your diet. Easy to work out as well. Yeah, easy to work out. <laughs> easy yeah. easy and, to uh, fit in. And we mean per pound body weight. Yeah. Not, not yeah. yeah, like your weight in pounds. Yeah. One gram multiplied by that. Exactly. Which is easy math. You know, yeah. If you're 180 pounds, that's 180 I, grams of protein. Yeah, I have guys who ask, what do you mean one gram per pound? So there it is. Yeah. yeah. And also protein is very, it has a, it's very satiating. So exactly. you can mm-hmm. eat that and you will feel full for longer. So especially when you're dieting, it's good to keep your, your protein high or include it in every meal. Exactly. And I, I think people need to realize that you should spread your protein out across the day. You know, to yes. keep that protein synthesis, especially if you're trying to build new muscle or maintain muscle, you want that protein synthesis across the day. Yeah, at least every meal you eat has a protein source. And I have this conversation about intermittent fasting. I did a story on Instagram and I was chatting to someone I train the other day as well about the same thing. You know, fasting, like for many hours, it's okay, it works if you're trying to lose weight because, you know, you, you know, you can control most calories. But the yeah. problem is, is, especially if you're trying to gain muscle, is you don't have those building blocks there. I always say, you know, you, building muscle is like building a house. The proteins are bricks. You know, all the sort of exercise and stuff's the builders. If you don't have enough bricks yeah. <laughs> for the builders, you're not going to build a house. Finish your house. You won't yeah. be able to finish your house. Um, so... You know, it's try- and then try to keep that steady throughout the day. You don't want to just drop a lot of bricks on your builders. You know, yeah. you can't use them. Because also, yeah, consistency is a big thing exactly. um, in terms of, say, meals and training. Because a lot of people are very consistent with their training, but super inconsistent with what they eat. And yeah, then it's and like, I mean, I would say nutrition, you need to get that right before yeah. exercise. True. Yeah, I would say normally if I was to take on a new... Um, person to coach I would usually say what do you eat give me a, a diet yeah, like be a honest your, your diet diary write down everything good or bad throughout a week when we look at that we'll change that go through that and then once you're, you've done a week of knowing what you're doing or two weeks then let's start looking at your training because actually the diet for general health as well as your training ability is key it is. I mean, it, if you if you are trying to lose body fat, you, you can do that through nutrition. Exercise will help you. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're trying to build muscle, you have to have your nutrition, you know, on point the whole time. And it's no different, in my view, from what we talked about last week with training, where logging things, you yeah. know, it's roadmaps. You know, it's knowing where you're going, where you've been. It's knowing exactly, and a, a member of um, Team Condition um, did a great post about it, and it was quite a funny one about being honest on what you've eaten yeah, with yourself. Because that, yeah. if you write down what's not a legitimate, it's not helping anyone. If you, even if you overeat, be honest about it. So you overeat, then you can not bury your head in the sand. We can adjust plans. Everything else. If you're under eating, same thing. But you don't know if you're over or under eating unless, unless you log you know, it. Yeah. And you know, I love the idea of intuitive eating. I think it's great. But it doesn't work for the majority of people because they don't yeah. know what where they should be eating and they've not consistently eaten at that level before switching to intuitive eating. Yeah, I think intuitive takes time to get. Like that. I could intuitively eat now. 
And the only downside is probably a little bit less than I meant to. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. You know, I, I probably would. But... But it takes time to build. Yeah. Because you're building your discipline, your... Yeah. Mind, like you, the way you said, you have to be honest because your learning portion control, yeah, sizes. You know what portion you can't yeah. if you've never tracked, never written down, you don't know how, um, what uh, 100 grams of rice looks like. Yeah. There's no intuition when it comes to intuition, and knowing how much calories in 100 grams yeah, of rice, yes, because yeah. yeah. I think, uh, most people that's where actually um, most people go wrong because they assume, oh, tracking it's a lot of work it sucks or I don't have time to do it but it is more of a lesson because yeah. the more you log in the foods you like the more you learn about the food and it becomes easy because yeah. on my fitness pal your regular foods yeah, appear there all the time you just yeah. press it very and handy. if you keep to the same sort of and I travel yeah. with my kitchen scales everywhere because I am very you know adherent to a plan and the thing I noticed when I first started tracking was things like protein powders. Yeah. One scoop, people think one scoop equals that. But if you actually read the bag, a scoop's got a weight. It's not a scoop, you know. It's, it's like, usually at 32 grams. Yeah, yeah 38 <laughs> grams or something. Yeah. Yeah. My current one, my power is 48 grams. Right? The amount of times I've taken a scoop out, put it on the scales, and it's either been 52 yeah. or 40. You know, it varies just on how much you compact that powder, mm-hmm. everything. So I weigh every single scoop of anything that goes into my body. Yeah, I used to weigh, and then I realized um, the bulk powders we use be between 28 to 31, 32. So we don't do, I don't do the hipping scoop, so I put it at yeah. a constant 30. Yeah, yeah once That's you know what scoop, intuition. I can actually now, yeah. now get pretty much the same consistent scoop. And then you've done it for so long. Yeah. Like there's, it's the, I think it's the learning part with tracking, because people are like, oh, I don't want to track it. Well, let's rewind. What is yeah. tracking? First oh, yeah. of all, meal tracking. We mean meal tracking, like um, being accountable for every single meal you eat. Like if you have your chicken, you either write it down, put it in an app. Um, I think here most of us use my fitness file. Yeah. Um, it gives you your macros, your calories for your meals, and then you have your daily intake for the macros, the micros, and that way you know what you have to eat as the day goes on. So, yeah, so you're so, weighing your food essentially. Yeah. So weighing your food to know to work out how many calories. Or mainly, I actually, it's quite funny because sometimes there's a disparity on my fitness pal between calories, calories and macros. And so I always just go by consistent, be consistent. I always look at the macros. And then I work out the math on that layer because, you know, um, four calories per gram of um, protein, four calories per gram of carb and um, nine, nine calories for um, fats and then seven calories for alcohol mm-hmm. but you know we, get, we can get onto that at another point but, um, <laughs> but here's the thing so you work it all out but you've got to know what you should be consuming in a day so this is why you're having the coach is good because someone can work out how how many calories you should be having in a day and what macros and that's based on your age yeah. your height your weight, your activity, your activity Sorry. <laughs> and, and some other variables. And the, that number that comes out is the number of calories generally you need to eat not to gain or lose weight. Yeah, this is what we call your uh, maintenance calories. Yeah. And from there, you can now decide what you want to do. Yeah, you can find your maintenance calories 
calculations online. They're quite easy. Yeah. You can even use MyFitnessPal as a rough guy. If you're just looking to lose weight, MyFitnessPal, yeah. you follow that, it's pretty, it, Especially it'd do you well. if you're new, you have no idea exactly. where to start. Yeah, body composition, if you're trying to change your body composition, like if you want to compete or you're an athlete, then I would engage a coach because it gets a bit more specific yeah. on body recomposition. But generally speaking, you know, you can find out, work out how to calculate yourself quite easily. It's not, it's not difficult math. It's not difficult. And then I agree that it's a very useful tool to yeah. learn, like Leon said, what does a hundred gram of rice look like? And a lot of people, uh, I think, feel daunted by the fact that they've got to weigh everything out. But it it becomes so easy yeah. and quick. Yeah. And you don't have to do it forever. It's just no. you know you do it for a couple of months to actually figure out what you're eating. Because so many people say, "Oh, I'm only eating twelve hundred calories and I'm not losing weight." And yeah, Andy said. Are you are being you, honest? Yeah, are you sure? A handful you of nuts <laughs> has a lot of calories. A billion. Yeah. Like literally, if you have a handful of cashews, you've literally done your daily intake. It's <laughs> mental. And that handful changes every day. Exactly. But yeah, also, you're like, like, you're two like, handfuls. Hmm. Sauce. <laughs> Sauce is a classic. You yeah. put a bit of ketchup on something, that's all calories that people forget sometimes. And uh, as the other thing is like, people, you know, when you are tracking, things, I avoid things that say like teaspoons or tablespoons because... It's all down to how you put that yeah. on the teaspoon. Yeah. I try to do everything with, by yeah. weight. It's yeah. the same with handfuls. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, a handful of rice. Today, Is that uh, an option on my fitness pal? Is that handful? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think so. I'll check. I've never seen it. that one. I don't think <laughs> so. Yeah. Only on handfuls. It's no. like a handful. Like, which yeah, exactly. handful? I'll take his handful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Um, and you can get, on my fitness pal, you can get the basic version where you don't pay. No. And that's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. That's fine, yeah, yeah. If you want to pay and go premium, which I'd only recommend if you're getting very, you know very I, I have premium, right. and to be fair, there's not much other premium features I actually use. Yeah. Well, you can get it to the gram. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. And you can do work out some other bits and pieces. Think, but, and yeah, change your ma- your yeah. uh, sorry your calories and yeah. daily. So ma- daily. It's one of those if you're like a PT or a bodybuilder. bodybuilder. Yeah. But for the uh, normal person just doing it to stay healthy, learn to eat right, I think I think the basic one works perfect. Definitely. Yeah. Then it creates a habit. It's all about creating well, habits. The thing. People are creatures of habit. So yeah. once you've done it a few times, you probably find you eat the same meals most days. Like yep. your week will look pretty much the same as any other week. You know, it's like even when I was growing up, it'd be like spaghetti bolognese night. My mum would make spaghetti bolognese the same night every every week. All right. I'm until I got old enough and I started making it, but I used to eat most of it before I dished it out. <laughs> I was like, just top it up with oats. So no one noticed. <laughs> like Yuck. for me, I, know, I, I, I like chocolate. So yeah. eat the same thing every day, but I try to sort of play with my head, play with my mind. So every day I have a line of Cadbury's whole nut yeah. just to break the monotony, just to make me feel like, oh, I'm having something... Something that's not rice and chicken. Like, or... For me, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty but much I... a creature of habit. I will mm-hmm. eat yeah, goat, I don't mind eating... potatoes and vegetables yeah. for lunch and dinner. Yeah, I, yeah we know. And you'll see, if you watch my Instagram, occasionally <laughs> I'll throw in a fillet steak, because that's also lean, or a bit of extra lean beef mint and a, and a chilli. Yeah. But same, same. But that's, much. I guess that's the beauty of tracking. You don't have to do it like us. You yeah. can have exactly. any meal you want, prepare it however you want. And you'll know because it's prepared at home. You know how much oil you put. 
how much fat you put, veggies, whatever. Yeah. At least you know and you can be accountable for that. So here's the thing, my fitness pal's one. But if you're like a keto, there's like carb manager, which is a good one. Oh, nice. Does the same, but it's mainly set up for keto. So when you pull it in, it keeps oh, your hat fat a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, and your carbs lower and your protein probably much the same yeah. um, where it should be. Um, so yeah, and, but even if you're like keto, you should be tracking for one simple reason. People don't realise when, you know, when you have too much protein, then that starts becoming carb. And if you're trying to change your fuel source from carbohydrate to a fat, yeah. the extra protein will then become a carbohydrate and it just ruin the whole yeah. process. And I think a lot of people aren't actually in ketosis. No. I think you need to sort of explain yeah, ketosis think, yeah, well, um, for the ones who don't know. Yeah, like, there's something I've done a lot because yeah. I quite enjoy it. Um, a keto diet is where... You're trying to get into ketosis. Ketosis is when instead of your body's burning carbohydrates for a fuel source, as its primary fuel source, it starts using fats. Yeah. The idea is as you reduce your calories, it burns body fat. Um, but that's probably the same with any diet. Yeah. But um, it's just changing your fuel source. So you have slightly fattier mm-hmm. cuts of meat. Mm-hmm. You have less, a lot less carbs. I think the lowest carbs I went to was probably about 22 grams yeah. of carbs. Yeah, like 50. And that's just vegetables. That's just vegetables. Yeah, so it's more just switching from glycogen to ketones. Yeah, yeah exactly. And ketones, become, ketones go into your blood and they become your energy source. Yeah. And there is some benefits to it. Um, I enjoy it because I don't miss carbs too much. But then again, it depends also on your goal. I think... Every diet generally has one primary function. That is to put you in a calorie deficit. Therefore, you lose weight. Yeah. And that could be from anything. Is it, you know, when you get down to it, then it's like how you do it. Yeah. It could be keto. personal choice. I tried keto, but I, I think I just like my bagels and muffins too much. Yeah. I did it maximum two weeks and I realized... Uh, it was more experimental. Yeah, yeah. yeah and there's nothing yeah. wrong with trying yeah. different oh, really? diets to find what. I've done raw veganism for a month once. Really? Yeah, like yeah. years ago to see raw. if it would improve raw veganism. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So to see. Yeah. That yeah, in Kenya. Kenya. I'm, I'm, I made I'm everything. I even I even made <laughs> cheeses, cheese yeah. like cashew. But I, I made like a raw <laughs> vegan cheesecake one day. But the, the, the most things is like a lot of um, green smoothies and stuff. So take then, us through a day of eating. Yeah, right, like I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, from the start, but like things like fruit for breakfast or make it into it's, a smoothie. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing cooked, so just drink wow. it. And then, like, lunch would be like, salads and quinoas and lentils and, and stuff. Because <laughs> actually, if you Isn't mix quinoa cooked? and lentils, you get complete protein. You get all the aminos. But they're mm. cooked. No, yeah, but you have a low, have a like, uncooked one. So, to, not, like, um, not like the hard lentils. There's, um... Oh, so you, you just like quinoa, you just soak them in boiling yeah. water. I think it's like black beans and lentils. Yeah. You get that well, yeah, same so amino profile. Yeah, same. Okay. That's, but that's mm-hmm. more for veganism. Yeah. But more veganism. But yeah, like quinoa, Jeez. you just soak it overnight. Yeah. And but salads, but you put a little bit, like maybe soaked barley on top of mm. your salad. Yeah. But you know, as I said, I did it just to see for if, a month. If a month, just How to was see. How your digestion? Because <laughs> fiber was high. I think, but that's... I didn't. I actually felt tired a lot. Yeah. Because I don't, I was doing it to see if it would improve my performance, mm-hmm. and generally speaking, it did not. Okay, <laughs> right, and it's quite hard to do. And like anything, I think you know, 
humans aren't actually made to necessarily just be vegans. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think... Or eating raw. No, I think... But what I do meats. think more people could do with is mm. eating more vegetables and more more salads. Mm-hmm. Well, things. big time. I mean, that's your, your micronutrients, which you need for all sorts exactly. of... Exactly. Yeah, micronutrients, which is good. Yeah, because... Um, yeah, for me, I'd say I've only tried intermittent fasting and ketosis and purely experimental. And um, I was just trying it in, um, from a nutritionist standpoint, just to figure out if a client comes and they tell you, oh, after a few days, I'm feeling like this. And yeah. you can almost relate. So Raw veganism, I lost loads of weight. I felt like shit. <laughs> I felt terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. And this is the argument I often have with vegans. They say it's healthier. So, well, no. Is it? Is it not? I think the, the main benefit to it is eating more vegetables. More vegetables yeah. yeah. And I think everyone could benefit from it more vegetables. But also, I don't know any vegans, not knocking vegans, if you've got an ethical reason to do it, brilliant. But it takes a lot more work. And most vegans I know have to have supplements because... You have to. Trying to get, like, complete nutritional profiles from vegan especially on the protein levels trying to get a pound a, a gram of protein per pound of body so weight really. with vegans hard yeah, yeah without eating you, too much soy yeah, yeah exactly and and soy is estrogen you know can yeah. push estrogen levels and stuff yeah. Yeah, photoestrogen yeah i guess that goes for like every lifestyle choice if you feel you can do it yeah. you just okay. honesty first and exactly <laughs> I, I genuinely think and some research. people are better on certain diets and others. Yeah. Yeah, so you might, you might do better eating some people, carbohydrates. Yeah, you might like, feel better on yeah. higher fat. fat yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that's why it's not catch-all. And this is what annoys me about people who think their diet's better than everyone else's. Right? That's it may be better for you. Mm-hmm. It might be good for you. It doesn't mean it's the best diet for yeah. someone else. Exactly. It's the best for you. It's the best for you. And that's all it needs to be. And I think for a lot of people, it's about finding what works for you and I think most like I, I'm more of a if it fits your macros type now but a more sensible like so if it fits your macros is basically based on tracking I have my macros set up how much carbs protein and fats I have a day and basically I can eat anything as long as I get to those final to numbers macros, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day now but you're not eating crap no and some crap. people abuse if it fits your macros and fill up yeah. suddenly you know, they've used up their whole fat content from a couple of donuts they've had, whatever. Yeah, it's good because with it, you can venture out and have the odd treat. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be more flexible. It. Yeah. it is, it's a flexible eating. But I do think you need to still prioritise... Your whole foods. Whole foods. Well, vegetables, meats, and then back to the micros. If you're not having your vegetables, where are you getting your photonutrients from? Where are you getting your, your vitamins and minerals yeah, yeah, and, and the fiber. Feeling. Yeah, which yeah, is fiber. <laughs> fiber is hugely important. And which I think uh, yeah. also a lot of um, when you go to like social media and uh, just research and social media, you find a lot of people focus a lot on the macronutrients and forget the micros, which I think is uh, also something very important we should like force into people almost. Yeah. Yeah, eat your yeah. veggies and also stop and, fear-mongering carbohydrates yeah. and fats yeah. or yeah, trying to exactly. cut out food groups. 
carbohydrates are not going to make There's you fat. There's a reason they're there. Fats are not going to make you fat. Exactly. Eating too much of anything. Is that, was that, exactly right. Nuts are healthy until you eat like a bowl of them and you've until had Until you eat beyond handfuls. Oh, exactly. handfuls are the best. <laughs> I can't just keep these nuts. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like 2,000 calories later. No, because it's sad. I put my oats and then, you know, measure the nuts <laughs> and then it's like seven nuts. And I'm like, <laughs> screw that. You know, like screw the weighing scale, and I go for handfuls. So yeah. that's how I start <laughs> using my. Because you put in, and it's like thirty grams of nuts. That's like seven. Yeah, but it's you know eating yeah. carbohydrates before bed is not going to make you fat. It's in fact very useful to eat carbohydrates before bed because it aids sleep. Yeah. yeah, doesn't it help with serotonin? Yeah, serotonin, serotonin production, everything, yeah, and your, um, melatonin. And yeah, because you know a lot of people think they need to eat sort of five hours before bedtime. I mean, if that works for you, that's great. But yeah. having a night, I like sometimes to have a big bowl of oats before yeah. I sleep. Actually, on that, that's the one thing I've had in gyms a lot. And uh, you have someone coming up to you, and you're talking nutrition, and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, I." St- I'm, um, I'm losing weight. I stopped eating carbs at night. Yeah, number one. <laughs> um, I don't eat uh, carbs past three in the evening. And you just notice how there's a big unhealthy relationship with food. And yeah, that, carbs. for me, that's the yeah. biggest one I've had. The so worst, far. worst yeah. case is, and I hate seeing it, I've stopped eating fruit because it's just too many carbs. <gasps> it's like, are you sugar. mental? Have you got literally nuts? <laughs> Fructose is not a bad thing. It's like literally with so much goodness in those little strawberries. Mm. There's so much fibre in the strawberry and so much vitamin C and so much, you know, photonutrients. And, it's like, um, there's one thing I had. I don't know if it's a saying or it, it was like a joke. Um, anytime you get someone telling you, oh, I don't eat fruits or berries because <laughs> I'm... Um, sugars and blah 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 you just ask them if they've ever seen a fat caveman because yeah. <laughs> back in the day all the drawings and movies you see cavemen are lean and it was roots berries and meat the hamza tribe of tanzania mm. considered the healthiest people on the planet nomadic people but are pretty much a hunter-gatherer lifestyle still and they've got the like very low coronary disease very mm. low cancer rates and all they do is they live with what's around them yeah and they have great microbiomes mm-hmm. great microbiome exactly and you know you look at all the polyphenols they're having and all this great stuff and you get to a point where they're not cutting out food groups nope if they come across some starch you can eat they'll eat the starch they find yeah. a, a you know a honey hive yeah down the hatch mm-hmm. yeah exactly and honey big carb so much benefit to it I love honey, especially yeah. when I'm in a surplus. Nice teaspoon of honey. The thing is, so honey's good. actually not that... The macros in honey is great, really. It's, if you're looking to change your macros up a little bit, cut the sugar and replace it with honey because you get more benefit from it. And actually, a teaspoon of honey, or you weigh it, like 10 grams of honey, is actually quite low on the... 45, 50 yeah. Yeah, calories. Yeah. Especially yeah. guys who drink lots of soda. Just switch, switch it up. Yeah, and again, this goes back to the, you don't have to track and weigh your foods forever, but when you do it for a month or two, you really start to learn the nutrient profiles of every food and then think about maybe, yeah, swapping your sugar for your honey or, yeah, you you don't have to cut the food groups out, but maybe just make more mindful swaps for more nutrient-dense foods. An inch of workout drink, it could be perfectly a teaspoon of honey, 
some water, squeeze a lemon, a pinch of Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. You've got more micronutrients and minerals and polyphenols and photonutrients in that than any powder thing you can buy from a shop. And cheaper. A million times cheaper. The pump, the focus. Yeah, you can have a little bit of coffee before and have that during your training. You Mm -hmm. get a little bit of carbs from the honey, especially if you're in like you know dieting. You know, but you know you're having that little bit of salt, that little bit of sugar. But you get more bang for your buck. And I think this is where nutrition is important. And this is why tracking, I think, is important. Because once you know what's in every food, you can switch it up and decide what food's going to give me the best benefit. Because a calorie, whilst a calorie is a calorie, it's also, there are more calorie-dense foods and more um, calorie, you know, less calorie-dense foods. And when you go to less calorie-dense foods, like a plate of vegetables... You get more micronutrients in that. You get less total calories, more fiber, so you can eat more. Therefore, more satiated, more, um, you know, more nutritional benefit to you. Yeah. So it's not just looking at calories as a calorie. You know, it's like what type of calorie is it? Exactly. Yeah. One gram, uh, you know, one gram of sugar will give you. What's it? One gram of sugar gives you four calories, right? But how much is that? Is it, you know, <laughs> yeah. like one gram's nothing. Exactly. But you could get those four calories yeah. <laughs> from a handful of, you know, from at least, say, a strawberry. Yeah, one yeah, strawberry. And, you, you know, it's like, what would you rather? A tiny little bit of sugar or that whole fruit that's got more nutrients in. So again, when you're cutting your calories, to really focus on those high-volume Foods that helps a lot. Mindful choices. Exactly. And when you know, I plan my plate of food for dinner. I think right. First, I think about my protein. Half the plate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, no. Actually, I I go. How much protein? How much protein do (laughs) I need in this meal? I need a hundred. Say, you know, at least fifty grams of protein. Which I'm going to get that from two hundred grams, say, of goat, which is lean. You know, there's other bits and pieces in there, but actual. Protein and a little bit of fat. Then I'm like, okay, so where do I get my carbs from now? Potatoes. They're good carb source for me. And you can eat a lot. And yeah, and they fill you up. And then vegetables. And I always make sure my most of my plate is covered with various coloured vegetables. In fact, majority of my plate is usually over 300 grams of vegetables because I really prioritise fibre. And I, I, I tend to blanch all my vegetables. So I don't steam them until they're mushy. I keep them quite crunchy still. Because yeah. yeah, that's good fibre. Keep it all, you know, out. So I literally, I don't cook them in oil. I put a little bit of boiling, I put like a, you know, less than half a cup of water in a pan. Get it really hot. Stick the vegetables in. Put the, put the lid on for a little bit. Take it off and keep stirring yeah. them and stop it from burning. Because we steam and roast mostly. Very, roast is Very good. simple. Very, yeah. Nothing yeah. fancy, nothing. Yeah. Because for, for us it works. Yeah, it's, more, you know, slightly more... Crunchy your vegetables are, the more available fibre. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you don't want to change your food too much, you don't want to stop burning it. I mean you've got your meat for your protein and you need those vegetables. And they'll fill you up. The protein plus the fibre, you'll be satiated. Yeah. You know, to the point where even in prep I can not be hungry. Because I, I change my you food. Well no, I, I change my food yeah. choices. I say, well, right, I'm in prep, so what what shall I reduce? I won't have a slice of toast anymore, two slices of toast or a hot cross bun. I love hot cross buns, so. 
right? And I won't have, you know, because then that takes up the butter as well, so your fats drop. You then go, right, I'm going to reduce my carbs. So I reduce a portion of potatoes by keep the vegetables always yeah. the same yeah. size. I, rem- I remember my first prep. That was a big mistake I did. I cut out fruits and like veggies and yeah. I was taking out a lot of the veggies and fruits out, leaving the rice and chicken. And as I got to learn, I realized that you, you can prep and still eat your fruit because a lot of guys were like, no, you don't need fruit when you're in prep. And um, when you're starting, it's your first time and you're Maybe like, listen, okay, yeah. this is, he's a big guy and he's done it a while and he knows. And as time goes by, because I got my leanest the last prep and yeah. I ate an orange and a banana like every day. And a bagel. Well, yeah, and, and my bagel. Like, yeah. I actually changed nothing from my bulk. I just reduced. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's because you want to know what everything is in calories. You can go, right, how can we make that now to yeah. 300, 400, yeah, overall 500 calories less and you just take it out per meal. Like, my breakfast seldom change in prep to uh, that bulk. never yeah. I often, like in bulk, <laughs> yeah, though, I would have a protein porridge... Oh, that's nice. I always have, you know, porridge, then with a scoop of protein powder, then I'll throw some frozen cherries, frozen fruit, you know, and we defrost as I stir them in. Mm. And then, um, but in bulk, if I've got hot cross buns, I'll eat a hot cross bun with it. Have you found Tuskies? Tuskies and Naivasha make amazing hot cross buns. Oh, nice. Because we've been But the Tuskies and Naivasha are really good um, for hot cross buns. It could be a bit sweeter, but, you know, okay. Noted. Um, But they're good for Kenyan hot cross buns. But, um, I'd, so I take those out and maybe, you know, often I'd have two slices of toast as well. Take that out. So now I just have this... And that's four, a lot of calories that yeah, you yeah, exactly. right there. So exactly. Yes, it's already that's like probably 300 calories, 400 yeah. calories. <laughs> um, so went down to my protein uh, porridge, you know, 40 grams of oats, 200 um, milliliters of skimmed milk. Mix that together, stick it, cook it. Then a scoop of protein powder. Then some fruit on top. Yeah, same. Good I just reduce my oats. Yeah. oats are quite loaded. So yeah, like, they have surprisingly well, the a thing? lot of fat. It's a lot of fat. Yeah, yeah no, we do. And this is the thing: if you don't weigh, like a portion of oats is forty grams. I can't eat oats. I cannot eat oats. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't drink anyone. Every time, every morning, I pour them and I like, always go over and go. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> my scales making me less oaty every day because they look different in Actually, different bowls you know? and the size of the oats oats and rice mostly I can never I, I just have to yeah. weigh them yeah. but that's the thing you know oats if you're keeping to the portion control like a, my basic protein porridge is without the fruit is 360 calories then with the fruit I'm still 400 calories I mean, four, max 450 I, I would have to check but mm. um but that's not, it's good. It's a, it's a healthy start to the day. We've got some good foods in there. Yeah, you've got some good carbs. You've got the protein. protein. I've you got some fibre. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of fibre in the fiber. oats and the fruit. And then, you know, then lunch I keep simple. And then, you know, I normally will have another protein porridge mm. later in the day. But, like, often it's not always porridge. Sometimes it's do the oats and protein shake. Yeah. You know, um, either... If I've got time pre-training, I'll do it a couple of hours pre-training when I'm out walking with dogs. If I've been working, I've missed that. I will tend to have it before bed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Like in prep, I only eat four times a day. In bulk, I'd have five or six meals a day, spread out across the day. Mm -hmm. I just think the main thing with nutrition is to keep it simple. Yeah. Don't cut food groups out. Like Andy said, experiment, find what works for you. And... 
to be healthy, you don't have to go out and buy every single supplement under the sun. You you don't even need protein powder if you're getting enough protein mm-hmm. from, you know, from meat or dairy, eggs. You can do that. You don't have to go out and get BCAAs. Yeah. You yeah, don't have to have your, your power <laughs> yeah. drinks. Yeah. You I can just do your normal salt and honey. It's for convenience. Like, Why is convenience? Yeah, it's not it, a it, must. The it's only, like, literally, if you get to a point where you're eating consistently and you want to add something, that, yeah. I would say add creatine before whey. Because it's more useful. You can get enough protein out of your diet. Yeah. Creatine, then you know you're getting enough creatine. Or a multivitamin. Right. Yeah, yeah, you get more. You get more of those supplements than fish oil. Mm-hmm. Rather than look at your supplementation. Actually, that's another thing. I do track my fish oil. Yeah, it does my fats because yeah, it's a fat. Yeah. So and calories yeah. for one. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> so, so we'd say um, a multivitamin. If you are going to supplement, multivitamin, yeah. creatine, go for a fish oil. Fish oil. But you probably still don't need it. I always say if your diet is well put well, together, yeah. Yeah. you don't need any supplementation. It's like an added extra. If you're training with a lot of intensity, you could probably benefit from creatine or multivitamin and some and fish, fish oils. oils. Yeah. Yeah. But that's because of the wear and tear, the need for recovery. The majority of people are just looking to lose weight, train regularly, but not like competition or being an athlete. An athlete. You could probably get away with no supplementation, just eating properly. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's what you should focus on. Yeah, like, first. Learning that first. And, yeah. and so then also you're not using... You know, healthy eating as an excuse. You know, it being expensive because it doesn't have to be in Kenya. It really doesn't. Compared to UK, healthy eating's cheaper here than the UK. Here it's the opposite way around. Like in the UK, you can get junk food super cheap. In Kenya, any sort of takeaway is expensive. Expensive. So the actual (laughs) cheapest things, like what I do, I buy a goat from the Maasai. I slaughter the goat. (laughs) You meat for a few. Well, no, the dogs eat most (laughs) of the meat. I keep I keep a couple of legs. And then, yeah, every week we sort of go for the dogs. And then you grow your own veggies. Grow and you know the veg. goat had a good life. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. And you keep the Maasai, the local Maasai guys on side because they really love you because you buy their goats. Um, and, you know, grow your own veg or get it from a local supplier because it's all here. Mm-hmm. Kenya produces some of the best fruit and veg in the world. Yeah. And some of the best does. cattle, free range. If you can find a nice, like, you know, old Pajetta where it's free range organic beef eating off, uh, off a ranch, you know, ranch beef. It's, Kenya's full of it. You know, in the UK, you go get grass-fed steak, it's going to cost you like 30 quid. You know, here, that's just normal. You know, True. just be careful where you're buying it from. You know, yeah, so you know. just be more aware mm-hmm. of where you're getting your chicken, where you're getting, just where you source your meats. And that's, it goes down to sustainability, which is yeah. a, probably another podca- so, yeah, podcast yeah. episode. Yeah, that the is whole. A... So now no one can use that as an excuse now. Yeah, no. Like it's expensive in quotes. Yeah, so no. you, you just... just Priority, yeah. Fish. Yeah. Can you say that? <laughs> fish, cheap. Yeah. Yeah. fish are cheap. Don't get. Don't eat imported fish. What? You, what can you get in Mombasa? Eat that. You know, Nile perch. Eat that. Well, the thing now it's all sort of tilapia from China. Well, yeah, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> what would you eat? Tilapia <laughs> just got <laughs> right. tasteless tilapia. Oh. Yeah, there's tilapia farm just up the road from you, Quarry Quarry Lane. Oh, um, yeah. There's a what's her name? A famous female politician wears big hats. She owns it anyway. Oh. Wow. Um, so yeah, so yeah, big quarry ponds and um, yeah, tilapia. Although you know, tilapia is not necessarily. I prefer mm. Nile perch to tilapia, but yeah. that's just yeah. So which yeah, comes yeah, down to also yeah, before we even go too far, you're like you plan for it by like budgeting for yes. it, 
and I think once you have a budget, you know how much you're using weekly, monthly, and cuts out your eating out, which will save you some money. And yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think let's look at some different types of diets yeah. now, and also energy balance, because when it comes down to losing weight, gaining weight, we need to look at energy balance. So if you eat more calories than you expend in exercise, you're going to gain weight, yeah. and then the opposite. That's just the, the, the basic, basic principles, and all diets, that's how they work. Whether you're on keto, if you're doing IF, if you're Atkins, yeah, vegan, vegan. Yeah, like people say, oh, I've I've just switched to veganism, I've lost loads of weight. That's because you've just cut out a massive food group, big time. Which means suddenly your calories have gone down, and that's all it is. You have not reduced your activity level yet until you start getting tired, um, <laughs> but you will go from eating suddenly cutting out food groups. You, your calories will go down, so you will lose weight, and they're all that's how they all work. Yeah, yeah and it's not some magic. No. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's better than. No, it's what no. you can do. And I always say the best diet is one you can adhere to, but it also gives you the best health. Yeah. Right. So, yes, you could just live on smooth, like vegetable smoothies every single meal. You would lose weight, but you'd also not get your fiber. You'd also not get your aminos and your enough protein. Right, so therefore, yes, you would lose a load of weight. And if your sole goal is just to lose weight, you will lose weight just by smashing your calories down. Yeah. But your body composition will fall a bit. So you'll just be skinny. And maybe, maybe you call it skinny fat. Yeah. yeah, man. You'll be tired. You won't, yeah. you won't really feel... And you won't be able to sustain that. So you'll mm-hmm. probably go back to stuffing your face the next week. And then you're going to put on everything you've lost and probably more. Because you start oh, feeling yeah. tired so you reach for the nearest convenient snack. Yeah. And it's normally something dirty and... So, you know, like, oh, I'm going to eat this donut because it's there and I can't stop myself. Because ghrelin, your ghrelin yeah. levels, which is your hunger hormone, is through the roof. Yeah. So yeah. you just need a small adherence and consistency. Yeah. If you don't see it doing it in the long run and it doesn't make you feel good, just yeah. Oh, oh, work. Yeah. Oh, what work. do you guys think about clean eating? Well, it's not such a thing as dirty or clean yeah, eating in my I, book. I, don't I think, like. <laughs> I, think you know, I don't like the terms because I don't yeah. like demonizing any type of food. You know, a donut's great in its... Because it tastes amazing. I love a donut. It's just more calorie dense. It's just knowing how much calories you're going to consume that day. I will, if I'm in a place that's got a donut, I will eat a donut, even on prep, unless I'm right down to competition time. Because I'll then just restructure the rest of my food for the day to allow that. So I don't agree with demonizing. I do think, though... The majority of your diet should be nice whole foods, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. And processed. And, but without necessarily calling them clean, because, you know, yeah, what's dirty about sugar? It's, it's just sugar, yeah. yeah. Well, I also find it funny how you, you know, some of these, uh, like, granola bars are really calorie-dense. Yes. Yeah. You, you'd probably, if, if you were looking well, at calories here, you could probably eat, you know, a Snickers bar, and it would be less calories no, than... And it usually is. Diet food, when you've yeah. got, like, stuffed with dates, stuffed with nuts, we've discussed yeah. nuts already, yeah. dates and nuts raisins. are massively calorie-dense. You don't even have raisins. And, you know, and you can still 
Avocados, classic. Although Leon hates avocados, <laughs> but avocados are high calorie. <laughs> but it's also like, well, I'm eating, you know, I'm eating really clean. I'm eating so healthy. It's I'm like eating like three four, avocados. Yeah, a day. four avocados. It's like, well, do you know how many calories is an avocado and how much body fat? Yeah, how much fat there is? It's like I put avocado on my bread. I put. I'm like, Jeez. It's like nuts. <laughs> you're on a nuts and avocado diet. Oh, well done. <laughs> you're like, you're literally having a billion calories. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm just against clean eating as a word. As a word, it's yeah. Very, yeah, I no, I am too, um, and I think it just. So another marketing ploy, I guess. Yeah, it's like, that's oh, a thing. We do clean foods, but and if you demonise a food type, it almost feels fun, more fun to eat it, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah. when you when you you feel a bit naughty, you're like, oh, I'm gonna have a muscle, I'm being naughty, it's dirty. Yeah. But oh, I'm gonna have a dirty pizza. Look, here's the thing: a pizza, a slice of pizza. As opposed to smashing down the whole guacamole, you probably end up with the same. Yeah, or an avocado smoothie. So, yes, you probably get better nutrition from avocado. But the fact is, when it comes to weight gain and weight loss, as we said, the the most basic principle is energy balance. Yeah, and just keep your nutrient-dense foods in, your whole foods. Keep it simple. Well, anything you restrict, you're more likely to binge on. I think that's the key, keeping it simple. Look at what's worked for generations. Here's the thing. Who are the leanest people you know? Who are the biggest and leanest people? Bodybuilders. There's probably something in their diet there that you should be looking at. You know, very simple diets. Rice, chicken, vegetables. Oats. Oats. There's nothing nothing complicated. Nothing nothing fancy. Things you can prep in advance. Because then you... It stops you from cheating, not cheating as such in the day, but stops you from straying off a path. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's nothing new for past how many thousands of years. It's uh, normal foods, your oats, your rice, yeah. your potatoes, your animal meats. Yeah. If you've planned your meals in advance and you've prepped them, when you get hungry and you're out, you're less likely to reach for the nearest convenient yeah. food. Right, which could be nuts, but which is what we've discussed loads of calories. It could be like, like some sort of nutrition bar from, you know, a, a supplement shop. Yeah. But they still could blow your calories out of water. In fact, if you've already got your food with you that you've prepped, so you've got, you know, you know, actually, I'm just going to eat this now. I'm yeah. not going to, I don't have to go back and cook. It's already cooked. It's already made. I'm just going to eat it. Yeah, you find you a... create that habit where... Yeah. You always think of, okay, can I make something or eat something before I think of ordering Absolutely. or buying And that's all about that tracking again. Once you foods. get into a mindset of becoming just more aware of what you put in your body. Mindfulness, and I was saying this the other day, mindfulness when you eat your food. Be in the moment eating your food so you don't just hammer it down, Do run you? out the door, because... You know, you suddenly realise you're hungry because you've not, you've not even noticed you've eaten. And, you know, there's a big thing for mindfulness and eating. And I'm also big on post-exercise, waiting for my heart rate to get to a resting heartbeat level so I can digest food properly. Because if you don't digest food properly, it just goes out as waste matter. And you feel hungry because you haven't used those nutrients. So I think there's a lot to be said for mindfulness. If you are in a rush in the morning and you're just trying to cram breakfast down you, you're better off probably skipping that meal. Because you won't digest it. You'll be better off using those calories later when you've settled. You know, so don't 
don't rush your eating you won't digest your food properly you won't get your nutrients yeah, and you won't enjoy it and you won't yeah. enjoy it which is a big part of eating is it should be enjoyable it should be yeah because now in the morning i do my eggs and veggies because i realize when i add like um the bagel i end up eating it in the car <laughs> i wake up earlier so i can yeah. eat my food <laughs> so i do my eggs and veggies and then do my carbs as my second meal when i'm you know like when i'm free between sessions and i find that it's working better because i get to finish my eggs my veggies in the morning and because whenever i do the bagel i add the bagel i will eat it in the car <laughs> if you really want to have a best meal sit out in nature take your time your heart rate a drop You'll be at peace. You'll digest your food properly. you feel better for it. Mm. Yeah, we're trying to have a nerve foam policy for yeah, meals. Just grow more trees. This is a good one, though. This is a good one for people. If you're ever out with dinner with friends, like, what you do is you have a, a, a deal at the beginning. First one to touch their phone pays for dinner. And you watch how no one plays with their phone while they're eating. Mm. Yeah, yeah nothing so annoys me more. Just if you... you if you're out as a group or out with someone, you say the person who touches their phone first pays for dinner and you'll watch how no one will touch their phone. <laughs> okay, we're going to try that one. Yeah. You'll but do the we... shopping. I'm good with that. No, you're not. Just like bagels. Unless, unless it's work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think nutrition can be so complicated and we overcomplicate it. And I do understand there's so much information out there that you feel you have to sift through. So... Again, go back to hiring a professional to help you, at least to start with. There's some great registered dietitians, nutritionists, a lot of personal trainers who are also qualified to help with nutrition. And just having someone to help you unravel these mysteries at the beginning can be so helpful. Yeah. And um, I don't think uh, most people are usually in a rush. It's like, I want to lose this much within yeah. this time. So getting this much this time. Yeah, so I think also just take your time um, like she said you know talk to someone and learn understand take your time to understand how it works before jumping in and you know not enjoying the process and when you mess up a bit you feel like it's the end of the world and it, it happens like it's not a big deal but at least learn the basics the and thing, yeah, it is complicated if you look at the big picture but actually if you simplify it and yeah. say I'm gonna eat meat vegetables nice yeah. bit of sauce the occasional yeah. bit of chocolate yeah. but then you track it then and it then becomes maybe simple right your meats like chicken and fish yeah. you have your list of your veggies exactly. and you yeah. pick things at random eventually you, you'll get it but here's the thing if you've got any questions feel free to message us yeah. and discuss on this podcast yeah yeah well talking of questions we've got mm. a few um that came in thanks for sending those um I have a, a good one that you were talking about, the skinny mm. fat. So I was asked, if a skinny fat client came to you, would you make them cut first? So first of all, it would depend on their goal. I'm, I'm just going to assume mm. that, that they want to lose fat. And so now I would try and determine how much they're actually eating. We would establish their maintenance calories. And often... People who come with, with that goal, they're skinny fat, want to lose more fat, are often on quite low calories already. Mm -hmm. So I would say for sure, we, we need to look long term here. We're going to build those calories up first. And hand in hand with that, we're going to follow a strength and hypertrophy program to build muscle. 
because skinny fat is when you you have you have you, you can be slim so you're well skinny <laughs> but you you don't really have much muscle yeah so we want to build the muscle we want you to be getting those calories up i would say for at least three months um and then from there we can go into a deficit phase so that yeah. now when you do lose that body fat there will be nice muscle underneath yeah and you yeah. won't be skinny fat yeah i'd say the same like just uh what what the goal is currently how they're eating and then just play around with the calories take them up a bit um because yeah like you said highest chances are they're under eating and like, you can't if someone's eating even 1500 calories you know going under that yeah t- straight from there is, is not the best place to start no. i would you know for a woman i would definitely get them up to I would prefer to be over 2,000 calories yeah, than, I guess, for a guy. You'll find their way under their maintenance. Here's the thing, yeah. exactly. I think also, the thing to remember with a lot of skinny fat people is they're often the ones with the worst food relationships. Mm-hmm. And actually, the first part should be improve the food relationships, slowly up those calories, um, you know, gain a little bit of muscle, improve those relationships, but also improve health markers. You see people, because they've cut calories so drastically, we've got, they've lost all muscle tone because they've been catabolic. Yeah. Their hair's dry because they've got yeah. no fats. Their skin's awful because, again, no fats. But hormones are oh, all over the place. Yeah. Especially with women, like drop below some body weight, no more periods, irregular periods. So therefore, you know, the first thing would be, right, we're going to just slowly bring your weight back up. Get you training weights, yeah. get your strength up, and let's try and get you to a, a place of health, and then we'll reassess the goals. Because that will mm. take time. Because yeah. from experience, you notice you give them a, a number of calories to eat, then in secret, they'll go under the 1,500 they because were eating, and not thing. tell you. Yeah. So there's that. You really have to build that relationship, which, which takes time. So even... Yeah, even before cutting, there's there's a lot in terms of mindset, uh, relationship. Yeah, before you can maybe even think we need of, um, further counselling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the people I've seen who've been on very low calories, who've often gone from being overweight to suddenly underweight. They're smashing. They'll be on the treadmill for sixty minutes. <laughs> they'll then do some. Uh, Throw around a abs, bit of abs, yeah. abs workout or something you know, really yeah. lightweight 15 minutes not getting truly any better but just burning calories burning calories and then they won't eat and then they'll maybe have I don't know a thousand calories 900 calories in that day and literally their body's just breaking down mm-hmm. and they're getting sick they wonder why they've got colds all the time they wonder why they're falling sick all the time because you're actually doing too much yeah, yeah you're and doing too much and not eating enough not eating and this also messes your sleep Big yeah. time. Like, yeah. um, if your food relationship is bad, chances are your sleep is uh, is being affected. I think. Everything, hormones, yeah. everything. It's just it's just a, a sad, sad place to be. And I always think there are people who need the most help. You, know, you get someone who's obese. You know, certain things. It's easier to cut calories than it is for people to have calories added psychologically. I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, so it's very it's, hard, especially for women to yeah. add. Yeah, so especially when they've been bombarded, yeah. constant yeah. bombardment with you need to lose weight, and it becomes a big psychological. Yeah. Well, it goes against it just goes against everything to think. Oh, 
I need to eat more first. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, how, how does that work? That I'm, mindset. But I'm glad where the current female fitness thing overall is. And I do, I do thank Kim Kardashian a little bit for this, for bringing back bums into the world, <laughs> right? Because now women want to have glutes. They'll squat and hip thrust. squat and hip thrust and do everything. But if you tell them the way to get a good bum is to eat a bit more, and then do those weights progressively like we will, because that's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a slightly healthier body image than we all... When I was a young guy, Kate Moss, for instance, the all these other waify, yeah. skinny models. You know, now we're like, everyone's a little bit healthier looking, and I think... No, uh, it is. The, the sort of... Yeah, yeah what, what the ideal woman looks like has, yeah. has become a bit more muscular, yeah, it's which really, is great. It's, it's changed over time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... I'd, Build food relationship. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That'd be number one before cutting. Yeah. Andy, you had a, a yeah, good question. Um, yeah, question. Um, so, what's more important, your total calories or macros? So, say you're, you've messed up your macros early in the day, but you, you want to hit your total calories. Yeah. So, we've discussed a little bit about macros and calories already, so... I'm more, of a, I'm more of a macro guy, so um, calories will only matter, like for me and my clients, will only matter after the macros have been hit. I mean, if the protein is, uh, protein is good, fats are in a good range, protein is in a good range, carbs and calories are slightly lower or higher, and, yeah. and also the type of food, if it's been, you know, uh, like we've said, the... Uh, nutrient dense foods and whole foods yeah. I feel like I'm more like macros matter the most to me more than uh, calories calories I'd say after dealing with the macros then I'd check on the calories yeah so if you're hitting your macros and the calories are slightly off because we forget it's a range it's not a definite number it's your maintenance your surplus your deficit it's a range. You you have a range, maybe minus plus or minus two hundred. So personally, if if the macros are on point, I calories yeah. won't really they, they won't really affect uh, like my decision at the end of the day that much. To no. be honest, yeah. Especially if your protein and fats are on point. I, yeah, I know a lot of yeah. people say calories are king. Yeah. Yes, in terms of energy balance. Yeah, they are. You, you know, if you're going to eat more, then you expend, then you're gaining weight. If you eat less, yeah. then you're going to lose. But I think that can again make people not eat their micronutrients yeah. and mm-hmm. just True. and not and it might not be as healthy. You can fill all your calories with fast food if you want, and. I just don't think you'll feel good yeah. on that. I think it's down to goal again. Mm-hmm. If your goal is purely to lose weight, you're not worried about your health or your body composition, then calories are primary. Yeah, but, but you you make... You, but you'll yeah. be skinny fat. Or, or, you'll, be, fat. or yeah. you'll be ill. <laughs> yeah. um, here's the thing, yeah, macros are important um, for body composition. You need that protein. Um, now, the thing is, depending on what your goal is, so for me, currently in prep... As long as I've hit my protein, if I dip slightly under calories, I'm okay with that because my, my goal is to lose weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I make sure I've had enough protein, which is going to maintain the muscle. Yeah. 
Right now, rest is yeah, I'm gonna lose. Now I do the opposite in a bulk. So if I'm trying to gain muscle, I will hit my protein. And if I go over calories by a little bit, I'm okay with yeah, that good. because yeah. because I'm trying to grow, right? So therefore, you know. I, but for me, my when I look at my macros, the first one I focus in on is where is my protein levels? Make sure I've hit that. And they don't really change between bulk or gaining. Yeah. You go up as yeah. your weight goes up and goes yeah. down as your weight yeah, goes down. Same. And then fats. I then prioritise fats. Not as my energy source, but make sure I've got at least 25% of my diet's fats. And that's more for hormone control and balance. Yeah, well, they're essential for and your then, hormones. And then I let carbs bounce around because that's just yeah. my energy. Yeah. And you need carbs for building muscle and some core functions. But as long as you're getting enough carbohydrates, they are your energy source, you know... I can survive dipping a little bit below those, which are what will bring my um, my overall calories down. But if your calorie your macros are set up properly, and you're hitting your macros properly, you should be hitting your calories. Yeah, spot. definitely. Yeah, because it, it's math also yeah, at the math, end of the day. Yeah, it's a science. I think you know. I think where people think go, okay, I've hit my calories for the day, but where we've just gone and we've chatted through as a whole we've not been checking regularly what the macros are yeah. they're like oh it's all over and actually yeah as you said we've just eaten a takeaway yeah and we've not got any nutrients out of it we've not hit their protein but they're not gonna they're not gonna gain weight or lose weight if they've you know if they're in the maintenance or yeah. vice versa yeah. yeah but i guess if you're just won't be as effective you know? yeah body yeah. composition and health yeah. Yeah. if your goal is weight loss maybe Health purposes, doctors. Like literally, in. if you literally yeah. just need to suddenly lose weight, yeah. maybe you're trying to make a weight category and something. Yeah, focus on those weight. calories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like boxers. Try to make fight weight. You'll do anything just to make fight weight, right? Nothing else matters. Yeah. Right. But yeah. that's but that's bad coaching because actually yeah, you yeah. should you shouldn't be crashing into that into final week. Too. You should come into that week nicely. <laughs> but I've seen it so many times. That, you know, people. Ten, and it's because they've been cheating on their diets usually. Yeah. You know, the last week before a fight, in a sauna, on a spin yeah. bike, in a sweatsuit, trying to squeeze out every drop of water, eating yeah. a little bit of chicken and carrot every night, yeah, or that, celery. Uh, backstage yeah. also during it's the really shows. It's like, then, you know, we do away, and then they're trying to rehydrate so they don't die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a healthy way of doing it, but anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. extreme. But that, but that is sometimes what happens, sadly. Yeah, yeah so focus question. on the macros, man. Focus on body composition or focus on your goal, essentially. Yeah, because yeah. I think also strength is good. It doesn't. You don't need to sort of um, be able to squat a large weight, but if you're focused on your macros, doing the basic body weight squat, a bit of push ups, you know, get strong muscles. It all plays a big part when it comes to longevity. I, I love guess. seeing strong yeah. women. Yeah, not from you know anything, but more for the empowerment of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a father of a daughter. One of my things, I would love for her to get into Olympic lifting early, purely because I think there's something empowering for women about being strong and being stronger than most men. Yeah. Oh, it like, is. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, it's like, well, yeah, you know, she can, she, she can lift, you know. And it's something, rather than being, you know, going into the gym and... Staying in the aerobics room. So therefore, you've got to eat for those, for that sort of, that goal. Yeah, and that takes, and that sort of takes away... I think, you, yeah, you're eating for a purpose. You're eating to look a certain way. And mm-hmm. that really takes your mind off that. Yeah, exactly. So often if you are training for strength, 
you know, aesthetics will be a very pleasant side effect. Yeah, and also women, you will not look like a man, so... Ah, here's the thing. It's like, I don't want to lift weights because I'm going to get bulky. Well, do you know how how hard it is even for a man to get bulky? I tell you. It is so hard to build muscle. You eat so much food, you've got to train with so much intensity. It's like... So don't... Yeah, don't worry about that. It's not for everyone. So, yeah, trust me, you're not going to get bulky. Otherwise, I would be massive by now. Oh, I know. Yeah, and have you got any juicy questions? Let's see. Leon gets loads. He does, I know. He's a, you know... He's always answering questions. I, I, no. I do try also do you. Yeah. I know, but I do try to hold, hold them back, which probably annoys people who ask me questions because I don't post them all on my <laughs> feed unless it's a one I was thinking about anyway. Yeah. We're looking for a nutrition one. Yep. Those, uh, training, training. Uh, let's see. To, okay, this is a good one. Um, it asks to eat or not to eat before a gym session. Well, I think everyone is different. Yeah, yeah. I think right. primarily you should have your glycogen levels up, your fat levels are good, so you've got enough synovial fluid and your joints are running nicely. Right. But here's the thing, it takes me back to that thing. If you're trying to cram your meal in just before training, you're going to digest. Yeah. You'll be digesting during your training, you're going to vomit. Yeah. And most people who vomit during a training session, it's not because they've trained too hard, it's because <laughs> they haven't digested their food yet. Yeah. You know, and with lactic acid and everything else mixing up and we vomit. It's not a sign of a great training session, so I'm puking in a dustbin. No, it just no. means they ate probably far too close to training. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've had days where like I haven't eaten before training and I feel stronger than when I eat. So, I feel like I'm going to faint. I have to yeah, eat. Like um, morning sessions, I've noticed, say I eat nicely in the evening. I guess the glycogen yes. stored from the exactly. night. The next, <laughs> sorry, the Jesus, next day I'm... Um, I'm quite like strong and that's even without having a meal because if I eat um, I try eat uh, I'll eat carbs at night like yeah. uh, loads oats rice then in the morning I'll do my eggs and veggies but if I do a training after that I Here's feel the quite thing. strong if I train in the morning I won't eat for yep. one simple reason because like I'm what normally, time? so if like say I get up early and I'm mm. out the door by 6 there's no point in eating because I would have to have got up at 4am yeah, eaten straight like away to give it like at least what an hour and a half no, two hours of digestion because it's pointless otherwise so the fact is if you eat and I normally eat quite late but then I'll always even if I eat say at 8 o'clock I will then just before bed usually have protein and oats oh nice right <laughs> so I go to bed with that in my system yeah. so therefore when I wake up the glycogen levels are up yeah you know my body's recovered and then I'm good to go without having to try and work on digesting food at the same time. Yeah. And also eating after. Um, I've always done it. Like, yeah. there's always research that the anabolic window doesn't exist. You don't mm. have to eat after. I think it exists. I just don't yeah. think it's as narrow as people think. But I always think... Yeah, it's... it's Protein synthesis should be spread out. So I'll always say, and I'm a real keen believer in waiting for your heart rate to drop. Yeah. So you're, you digest food properly. So like 45 minutes on the Yeah. Once yeah, you don't rates. have to. You know, not, not like finish your last yeah, set and, and then head to the protein. That's yeah. how I used to be one of the I was like, oh, just finish training, go straight to the water shower, neck a protein shake. Yeah, same. Yeah. But actually, I prefer <laughs> now to wait until my blood rate's done and eat a full meal. Yeah, because I've Cause had a lot everything. of people yeah. say, oh, the anabolic window research, blah, blah, blah. But I've done it for years. It's worked for me and worked for many athletes yeah. and bodybuilders. Like, 
eating 45 minutes or an hour after training and I don't know I wouldn't change well, it it um, gives you time to go yeah. I'm a firm believer in science led approach evidence based yep. training however you, there, you, there's, you can't take away from what's worked for yep. a long time and there's anecdotal evidence yep. mm-hmm. there's enough anecdotal evidence that there is you should eat after but I think you know we know protein synthesis is an ongoing process yeah you know um and methylation and things like that the breakdown of the cells in the body it's a constant process in the body so we should constantly be feeding that yeah in an ideal world we would just graze all day like the hunting, <laughs> yeah, like the people like you know <laughs> yeah. just pick up and eat as you go because yeah. then you, you're feeding those processes through the day yeah but it's a small small amount yeah. it's small small amounts and that's the thing it's not but as i said you know make sure you're not your heart rate's not racing because yeah. all that happens is your, your digestion gets mixed with you know, you've got lactic yeah. acids you get everything going on and you don't digest your food yeah because I, I enjoy my you know post-workout done with training yeah. chilled out maybe heading home yeah and I just sip my protein and I've done it wow for years ever since I started training yeah and it doesn't necessarily have to be a protein shake no you know like yeah. I just said yeah. come I home and have milk. a full meal, meal. Full meal. Yeah. because then I know I'm getting everything yeah, yeah. I, it's it's just one of those things that I don't think any sort of research would make me stop. As you said, like <laughs> with with say Leon and yourself, yeah. where maybe you train and you gotta go tr- drive to a, a client. Yeah. By the time you sit in traffic, you know your heart rate's probably dropped if no one's annoyed you. Metastasis yeah, yeah. Up. But you can reach for a protein shake and it goes back where, to that convenience. convenience. That's where we yeah, it's super convenient, right? But you know, it's good to throw a bit of. Oats in there, as we said, oats have got some good fats in. Mm-hmm. They've got the carbs. Oats yeah. away, throwing a yeah. few berries. Yeah. So again, just just keep it simple and don't stress about... Yeah. yeah, Yeah, but if you're to eat before training, give it time to digest. Yeah, yeah. I normally say two hours. You yeah. probably... It depends on what you're eating. Yeah, yeah. Because depends. I think a smoothie an hour before will digest because it's already partially digested, as in like it's mixed up yeah. and blended. But if it's a... F- Full if, heavy meal? Yeah, if it's full heavy meal, it's got a lot of fibre, that's just going to be sitting in your stomach as you train. And and I wouldn't be surprised if you have a hard, if you have training with intensity, you will vomit. Yeah. And then post-workout, get your heart rate down, relax, and then get that meal in. 45 minutes, an hour, you should be fine. It's, yeah. I don't if you leave it any cram. longer, all that happens is you end up cramming all your meals close together. Yeah, and then and, I know, think you... It's yeah, harder yeah. to eat. It's harder to get down with food. You go, oh, I'm stuffed. And then I, mm-hmm. I used to feel hypoglycemic, like yeah. very... After an hour and a half, I don't eat Blood sugar drops. Yeah, in between yeah. sessions, I'm just like, blah. I've seen it. You know, actually, yeah. I was playing rugby on Thursday, and one of the guys went a bit... A little bit, you know, what... I, it was, you know, I think you were a bit hyper. I was in, like, his blood sugar dropped. But he was fine after a beer. Because it's not a big post-workout for me. For me, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. But the fact is... Well, it just shows you that the immediate minerals or sugars, yeah. and there's a lot of carbs in beer, yeah. you put it straight up. Yeah. And that's the thing, it's like, if you leave that workout window too long, you are just going to get more more tired. I just think, wait for the, you know, you can probably get away with a shake sooner than a meal, because there's less digestion needed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you are rushing, yeah, that's where convenience, like whey comes in, um, have that. But if you've got time to just chill, sit out on your outside of nature eat a full meal do that like on a weekend training session there's no reason you shouldn't finish a training session go find yeah, something nice time. To sit down have a little small picnic of your prepped food absolutely and eat mindfully yeah, yeah eat mindfully exactly <laughs> yeah. well that's all we've got time for today 
Thank you so much for listening. And if you have time, if you can rate us or subscribe, yeah. we would really appreciate Leave it. A review, share, 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 and ask questions. Yeah. Not and don't just ask Leon. Yeah. Ask me and Andy. Yeah. Feel free to yeah. tag me in a couple of posts. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, at least we'll we'll answer more when we do the Q and A session. So I know a few guys are in my inbox. Like I didn't answer. You didn't answer the question, and so yeah, we'll we'll get to it soon. Great, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye.